I'm not just saying this because it's our podcast. Like we literally are the best. And I told everybody, I was like, hey, we can think we're the best, but until it's known that we're the best, not our best, doesn't mean shit. If you treated everything in life that way, like I can, so I will. I mean, you can't not be successful. You would just do 10 times more things. Welcome back to the Taylor Life Podcast with Cody McBroom and Travis McQueen. We have a lot of good questions that we are going to go over today. But first off, we have had a very, very busy, exciting, productive. All the big words. Exciting. I already said that. Damn. Epic. Epic. I week this week with the, uh, we had the entire uh, Taylor Life, Taylor Life? TCM. T- TCM team, except our, our best friend Rose yeah. out here. Uh, we missed your presence and your enthusiasm mm-hmm. and your laugh. Man, I, I literally couldn't even sleep last night. Yeah? Shannon was exhausted and, like, lay down, and I was, like, sitting up straight. What are you doing? I was like, I got to process. Yeah. yeah. I, like, we, we cleaned up after everybody left. Got Blakely down. She was, like, getting ready for bed. I was like, I got to go on a walk. She's like, what? I was like, I got to, I just, my mind's, like, going. Went on a walk. Pretty decent walk. Actually, it was pretty good. <laughs> I got a weird thing with deers, man. I swear. Yeah. Dude. Um, yeah. I like literally I'm like walking and uh, I was actually just listening to music like quietly so I could still hear things around me, you know, I get tripped out like walking at night with music too loud. Probably not smart, you know, mm. but I mean, I live in a safe area, but I'm walking and uh, listening to music and then I heard kind of something. So like turn and it's literally dude, like for me to the wall. So probably maybe 10 feet away, yeah. probably about 10 feet away. But male deer, which is actually way rare, more rare to see, which I don't know why. I don't think there's less why male you, deer. Why do you say that? Um, so male deer have antlers like uh, reindeer, you know? Mm. You just don't see them nearly as much. Hmm. I don't know if you see many deer out where no, you're, you're at, right. but. Yeah, I do. So I dropped the team off last night and I pulled out to Church Lake Road or whatever it is, road, roads, yeah, yeah, whatever it is. Two deer walking across the main street. Too. Yeah. No antlers? No. Yeah. Yeah, no. When we were in Ocean Shores, they're everywhere. Very rarely will we see. When I was up at like 5.30 in the morning, I could see them. So I don't know for whatever reason they only come out in the morning or at night. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but it was just weird because it was just right next to me. And then a car came and it kind of darted off. But um, And I was walking on a sidewalk. Yeah. So I wasn't like walking through trails and shit. But um, no, I just couldn't sleep, man. My mind was just wired from everybody being there and... and um. Yeah, I don't know. There's a. Uh, Do we want to talk about it? Yeah, I think we should a little bit. I mean, I, I we won't get, dive too deep into like the. Some people saw my Instagram story and I blurred out what was on the paper that everybody was signing. It's like a six foot paper, but mm-hmm. um, our purpose charter. And I talked a little bit about it on there. And we shared it with our members because we want them to know, um, really just like to the deepest core, like who we are and what we do, why we do it, so that they fully understand, yep. like, and can embrace like our effort and enthusiasm on the back end of like really how much of this means to us and why we do it for them. Exactly. Yeah. Um, which only, it just helps them get more of it. Right. So we had, I had not even why, but what we do for them. Yeah. How we live for them. Yeah. There's a lot that isn't shared because it's behind scenes, but I, I went, I mean, I brought the purpose chart up in the members live call today and I was talking to them about it. It was a good turnout and it was really a good call. Um, but basically like, just overall, man, for me at least, and I'd love to hear like what your biggest takeaway is, but I think just like the power of clarity is so powerful. And it's something that I've been chasing a lot this year in general. And for the beginning of the year, I I was lacking it a lot. And I think that's why I started chasing it. 
And sometimes we don't, uh, I guess it's kind of like anything else. Like if you, if you lack the awareness, you don't know that you can change it or create it. Right. So if you want a result, you don't really know you want a result unless you're aware of the result you don't have. Yeah. Right. So like somebody who wants to lose weight, the only reason you want to lose weight is because you're aware that you don't feel, or if you don't feel good, you don't like the way you look, you don't feel comfortable, confident, whatever. But until you become aware and you actually care about where you're at now and unfortunately in a negative way, you won't create change, yeah. right? So awareness is, is, it comes before the change. Yeah. And so for me, like, because I've had clarity in my life before, and then I feel like, not that I lost it, but just like anything else, when you grow to a certain point, you grow to where you set the, your, your, your eyes at, you know, and then you're like, now, now I'm kind of blurry. Yeah. What do I do now? Do I just keep doing the same thing? Is there a nut? What is the next step? If there is a next step, you know, and so I was chasing clarity and the more I found it, the more excited I got and enthusiastic, the more energy I had every day, the more purpose I felt like I had throughout the days. And so the whole goal for me at this one was like, I want to take that feeling inside of me and put it in everybody else. Yep. And, uh, and it felt good to share it, but then also cre try to create and cultivate that clarity with everybody. Um, because it, it, there's nothing more powerful than a strong vision. Yeah. You know, and it's, and sometimes it's hard to do that with a group of people because we're all individuals, yeah. you know, but, um, we're very aligned. So it's a little bit easier. I feel like with our group than maybe some other ones, but yeah. I guess I wouldn't know. I don't I'm not a part of other groups. Yeah. I just, uh, man, I just have been really like re realizing is the right word, but realizing like why we do what we do for who we do it for. And like, like every single review, every single comment, every single email, like it, like we all go 110, 120%, just like over, it's not just coaching. Every single comment is like, they don't even like, they don't even think about how much it costs because it's so overpowering much value. It's like, they're like, dude, you guys are wild. Yeah. Like what is going on? Like, this isn't like, all right, here's your macros. Talk to you next week. No, it's like nonstop. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like pouring energy yeah. there's the word i was gonna say pouring value but i don't want to keep overusing that word but like pouring energy into these people and it, like it, it regurgitates in their reviews in their comments in their feedback in their mm -hmm. results i think that a lot of people um so two things one i think it takes a lot to get to a place where you can do this um so i don't say i'm not saying this to to make it sound like this type of coaching isn't a big deal or I, like i don't want to make it sound lightly but I, I think people underestimate how much you can actually change somebody's life through coaching, you know, in, in this company, like what we do, even honestly, some of the content we do, you know, absolutely life changing to people. But I think life changing is kind of like a, it's like a fictional is not the right word, but like people look at that and it's, they kind of like roll their okay. eyes. You know what I mean? It's just like, I don't okay, know, okay. like, oh, it's a life changing, you know, yeah. you're, you're really going to change somebody's life with macros. Obviously it's so much deeper than macros, but that's what people don't understand. And the problem is, is like, you won't know unless you know, and you only know if you get into it. But what I've, what I was really focusing on this week as well is like getting everybody to understand our attitudes, our perspectives, our energy, our aura, what we do day to day everywhere, not just on this podcast, but on social media, what we're sharing intentionally, like, and sometimes it's almost like, uh, I said this to a couple coaches, like you're almost so humble that it, it stops you from creating more change. You know, the only people who will be impacted by the change you could create are the people who have already hired us, you know, and I say that sure. because there's some coaches that could share more, you know, obviously I share a ton, 
but even I could be better at that sometimes. Like those, like the, I've been, every morning I write like something. I write that in my journal every day. And I just at one point was like, why wouldn't I share this with the world? Yeah. You know, and like, I need reminders too. So there's different ways to do it. But the point is, is like, if you get as many people as possible around you or who are watching you, listening to you, see you, interact with you in public, whatever, to just feed off of that energy, whether they hire us or not, that's literally how you change the world. Yeah. And that's the cheesy thing that people say like, oh, you're going to change the world. And it's like, if a group of us look at you and, and dead in the eye, we're like, yeah. I'm sure somebody said that about Jeff Bezos. 100%. Yeah. That's a fact. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to create an online bookstore that's yeah. going to change the world, buddy. Yeah. But that's, and you know, it's even, more, I love that example. Cause you know, what's really powerful about that too is like, his idea was to create an online bookstore. Yep. He obviously crushed it. But like... He achieved it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know his story enough to know. Like, did did he anticipate the growth that could happen from it afterwards? Because obviously it's more than a bookstore now. You know? Knowing him now, I want to say yes. But knowing him 20 years ago, maybe not. Yeah. And so like, if... Because I guarantee if somebody... I mean, one, back then, somebody would have laughed at him for saying he wants to create an online business that's a bookstore. Now you can create an online business doing anything. So it's not as like funny to laugh at. But even now, if somebody was like, I'm going to create an online bookstore and eventually it's going to be the number one retail store for everything you could possibly think of. You can in literally buy anything. We have the best shipping in the world. We're going to be everywhere. People would be like, yeah, you're crazy. Yeah. Like, how, And how is that going to spawn from a bookstore? Yeah. Which is kind of why I'm like, I don't know if he thought of the bookstore like would turn into more. But I say that to say like I was I was kind of trying to impress upon the team a little bit of that too. It's like this could become this, this could become this, this could lead to this. Like you just, you literally never know what this could lead into, but it could lead into so many things only if we all act as that person. Work as a team. Every single day. Yeah. But like not even just as a team, individuals, you know? Cause I would say this, like if I was uh, like a fly on the wall and like you're, you're acting that way with your clients, you're crushing everything. And then you go home and you're hanging out with your spouse or you're hanging out with your neighbor or whatever. And you're the polar opposite and you're not showing up as that person. Yeah. That's an issue. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, I internally, I think I would be completely full shit if I acted like this came totally natural to me, but I have to remind myself of that stuff. Like the other day, uh, actually after our first day, when we were, uh, got done here on Wednesday, Wednesday, went home and, uh, I feel like the kids never like in the neighborhood never want to go outside when it's hot. They wait till it's like nighttime. <laughs> like the parents are like, all right, let's finally go out. It's cooled. Whereas Blakely's like prime noon. It's 80. Like, let's go, yeah. which is hot here. But like, yeah. um, so we're driving in cause I, we got done, went home, we went to Costco. That's where I saw that guy with the whiskey. And then, uh, shout out to whoever I met at Costco with the whiskey. Um, he, he, you know how I know he was a, a, a listener. Call me boom, boom. I didn't mention that. <laughs> That's dope. I was like, you just call me boom boom. Like nobody's called me that in a while, but, um, we were driving back in and she saw the kids and she was like, can I play? And both of us were like, no, like it's seven 30, your bedtime's in 30 minutes. We're, we're no, we're not doing that. And like the lip quiver of just like, my friends are finally out. And I just looked at her and I looked at Shannon. I was like, Oh, I'll stand out there. I like really didn't want to, <laughs> like I'll stand out there. And then I saw like the neighbor guys and I was like, okay, I can go over there and be miserable for five minutes. Cause I told Blakely five minutes or I can just like have a good conversation. We ended up staying out there for 40 minutes because yeah. I was like, let's talk. And she had to take a bath cause she, I like turned around and she's like, look that she's covered in dirt. I was like, what did you just do? But <laughs> I was any, playing. yeah, but anyway, 
I had to like, I'm not perfect. I had to remind myself, okay, I could go into this conversation and just like listen and be boring. And that's what I feel like doing. So I'm tired and I just want to go inside. Yeah. Or I can like snap out of it and be enthusiastic, ask them what they're doing, how they're doing. Let's talk like start bullshitting about something. What can we relate to? And we started talking about trucks and I started showing them stuff on Instagram. We just started going on this rant, but like anything, but that's just being, that's being a, uh, a person who's going to take initiative on starting conversations. It's going to be a person that is good at communicating. Like I talked about, it's like my things like, okay, if I'm going to live up to that constantly, I better do it all the time. Yeah. Even if it's not about business. So if I said all that stuff to the team and they see me on the mic and everything and they were flying the wall and then they saw me in the neighborhood being a mopey dickhead that doesn't talk very much. What the hell is that? You yeah. know? So to me, it's like the things that we went over and for you guys listening, like kind of like core values in a way, but like much deeper. Um, if you know your mission, your values, your purpose, what you're after, and you only live up to it some of the time, like that's an issue, you know, that's not congruent with what you're trying to create. And we're trying to create a vision uh, and, and we have a mission to see this vision, which is our ideal world. So literally trying to change the world. It doesn't stop. It just keeps going because our world can be, maybe it's only a million people. That's still a fraction of the, the world. I think it's endless, dude. It is. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like it, it's going to take a long time. We yeah. just keep going and we have to, how can we influence people enough for them to influence people? Because yeah. that's how it spreads. I don't even think you can say a long time because you don't know. I don't. Like something might happen. You, you can expect it to be a long time because you, you know it's a process. Mm -hmm. But you just don't know. You just keep going. Yeah. You just you work. You work at it. The work at the goal, mm -hmm. the mission. Well, and that's the why vision. the mission we painted is infinite. There was yeah. no outcome. Yeah. And that's why it was a confusing, I think, at first. And when I started explaining, it's like the whole purpose of live. this is how we live. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like it, it just doesn't stop. That's because, what I mean by work. Yeah. yeah. The fulfillment is within there you go. the mission. Yeah. You know, and that's, and that's your purpose. And so like. I think if you have that purpose and that drive to keep like just living life that way, man, everything changes. And I think like, I'd be curious if you thought this was a good example. I feel like this like really hit home with me. And so I, I said it a couple of times and I'm hoping that it clicked with everybody too. But like when I talked about, like, I feel guilty if I walk past a piece of trash and don't pick it up and it's not just trash, but it's anything. If I, if I half-ass playing Barbies, I feel bad afterwards. If I like, uh, I, and this sounds like Tia, uh, was it too much information TMI for some people listening maybe but um like if I leave the bathroom and I know like my pee splashed on the toilet seat and I didn't wipe it up I feel guilty like I have my conscious is like you're you're Just being do it you're being subpar yeah like I'm living subpar and that like messes with my head so it's like okay I'm gonna wipe subpar the toilet is seat not on that uh purpose charter no it's not even a, like to me I'm like and that's where I was like all right guys like I'm being really really serious here like if you're not willing to live this way get out yeah. like uh, and I like kind of laughed and I was like, I'm kind of joking, but I'm kind of dead serious. Yeah. Like we're going to sign this. And it's like, literally, I just, I want to create a movement that is just a bunch of people who are 1 million percent dedicated to living their life at a very high standard. So all these average people that we work with, because we're average people who are just committed to a high level of excellence, there's nothing special about us. And that's the beauty of this. We're living at a standard that will impact and influence the people who hire us just by being involved in our culture, they will be better. Like that's the goal. I don't have to give you any macros or coaching at all. If you just are a part of this in some way, shape or form, you get better yeah. because you're associated with tailored coaching method. You're associated with what it means to live a tailored life. That's the purpose. But that's like, and that's why like, I was kind of like jumping around it a little bit, but I was like, this, I, this is a big ask. Like it's a big deal. And to like sign it. And like, I take it very seriously. It's like, I mean, if you think about your day-to-day -day life, that's why we signed on day two. I was like, sleep on it for a night. <laughs> like, yeah. But like, that's a big thing to sign for. 
if you think about the commitment, you know? Yep. I mean, obviously I'm not at everybody's house watching them. Yep. But if you got it, I, I believe that the, I believe in like the hearts of everybody on this team. And I believe that they take this stuff seriously enough and their conscious is just as similar to mine in the sense that if they were at home and nobody was watching and they, they played small, they would own up to it. Yeah. I mean, a couple of the coaches even said like, well, here's where I'm playing small. Yep. And it's like, that's taking ownership, which yep. is one of the things like, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. And it's funny too, cause I'm not going to, I know they're going to listen, so I'm not going to say any names, but there was a few different conversations throughout the weekend where it was like, um, ownership was definitely showed and it was really cool to see. And then the follow, the thing that follows ownership is initiative, you know? And so, and like, that's why I just left the conversation still. So, I'm like, so explain, explain that like with extreme ownership mm-hmm. follows initiative. Yeah. So explain that a little bit. So taking ownership of something is, is that's like a, essentially that's give, give the example like that you gave during the weekend, like anything in life. This is what I wrote in my journal. I was like, everything in life, anything that happens, whether it's you, whether it's right, whether it's wrong, it's your fault. It, yep. it happened because something you did and you fix it or you make it better or you make it right. Mm-hmm. Just, and then, and then there's nothing you worry about. Yeah. I think that that's the difference between extreme ownership and ownership. Now that you say it like that, because taking ownership is taking, it, it's, t- it's owning up to, or taking responsibility for whatever you did. Extreme ownership, like you said, is everything yeah. is your fault. Yeah. Literally. No, it's my fault. No, it's mine. Yeah. That's literally, <laughs> if that's happening, you're in a good circle. <laughs> Because like in the, the example I used, uh, it was, I was just like, cause they were sitting next to me. I was just like, okay, like Ashley makes a mistake. Nick sees the mistake. Nick knows he can help fix the mistake. Nick also knows that he won't get paid yeah. to do that. He knows he's going to take, it's going to take effort and it's going to take some of his time. He's not going to get applauded or celebrated. I may never find out. And Ashley might not even thank him. Yep. She would cause she's a sweetheart, but like yep. she might not, yep. but he does it anyway because inside of his own soul, he knows that that's what he needs to do to fulfill his purpose and fulfill the type of person he wants to be, which is somebody who displays extreme ownership. Mm-hmm. But that situation is extreme ownership. That situation has not, he just observed an issue. It has nothing to do with him. Right. But he stepped in to fix it because he knows that it's an issue. Right. Yeah. Another example that I've heard other people say um, is like, if you're in a public place, like uh, my mentor said it a bunch of times. And at first I was like, well, that's, that's foul. But then I'm like, damn, now I'm going to be foul? that guy. I'll tell you. Oh, okay. Okay. You go into a public bathroom and it looks like shit. Potentially, literally. Yeah. Hopefully not. Yeah. You clean it up. Yeah. That ain't, it's not your issue. It's not your bathroom. It's not your fault. It's not your problem. Nobody's going to know you did it because it's in a bathroom. It's locked. It's public. Nobody sees it, but you did it anyway. Like that's extreme ownership. You're wiping down. (laughs) I'm here. Yeah. No, I hear you. It it literally like that. It's and the reason that's a good example is because you walk in, you go, it's hard to comprehend that I'm here. And I can do something about it. Yeah. So I will do something about it. Can is the big word. Mm-hmm. Can and will. Mm-hmm. Because it, because I have the opportunity, because I'm not crippled and can't move, mm-hmm. I will do it. Yeah. It's it's literally like, even like the smallest little things, man. Like it, now I'm like in, and this is what's cool about it too. Like, so now I'm in the habit. I don't even realize I'm doing it at this point. I wipe down the seat when I'm done peeing, even if there's no splash. Yeah. I just do it. Because God forbid. And I'd mainly do it for like unisex bathrooms because I, I don't want to, I mean, I guess guys got to sit down every once in a while too, but I'm like, I don't want to, yeah. you know, if somebody sits on your piss, like that's so, everybody knows that feeling when you walk in a bathroom and you're like, man, really? Yeah. I hate whoever was here before me. <laughs> like, like nobody likes that feeling. But again, like I can, so I will. Like if, here's like a more realistic ex, uh, example too. 
I'm leaving. Uh, this ha- this was um, this is just fresh in my memory, so I'm thinking of it. But like, what would that be? Thursday? Yeah, Thursday morning. Because Thursday mornings uh, garbage is the garbage day out here, mm. right? I'm leaving. I'm running a little bit late because uh, Bubba and I was like, I, I like to get to the gym a certain amount of time before For the sure. team gets here because I want to prepare and get in my headspace and everything, you know. And I had and I was going to pick up a couple of the Brandons from the Airbnb. I finally get out of the house and I realize it's garbage Jake's to see the neighbors. And I'm like, part of me is like, Shannon will do it. Yeah. The other part of me is like that yard waste. There's two of them because our yep. yard's so big. One of them is so full and there's garbage and it's down behind the house in long driveway. I did it anyway. Yep. I was like, I, in the moment I'm like, my car started. I want to leave. I'm already late. Those are just as much her garbages as mine. So I've I got to I've done that so many times. But that's a perfect example. I don't want her to have to do it though. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, sorry to interrupt this podcast, but I briefly want to mention my company tailored coaching method. I found a tailored coaching method in 2017 as a way to help people lose weight, build muscle and transform their lives because I began to see that every other area of people's lives started to change and get better and be more successful when they got in shape and they felt better in their skin. And since then, I've built an entire team of world-class coaches who help people around the world transform right before our eyes. And because you're listening to this podcast, I got to imagine you want to get in shape too, or you're already in shape and you're looking to take it to the next level. Either way, we are the company for you. We specialize in body composition and we can help you no matter where you are in your fitness journey. So if you want help, you want expert coaching, and you want to finally get to the next level so you can start actually looking like you work out, head over to tailoredcoachingmethod.com and click the big yellow button and click the big yellow button front and center on the screen. Or simply go to the description of this podcast and click that link and apply today. The strategy call is completely free and it gives us a chance to get to know you, you a chance to get to know us, and by the end of it, we'll decide if it's a good fit and move forward. All right, let's get back to the show. Even better would be seeing my neighbor didn't have his out and I ran over there and grabbed his, which I have not done, but I'm saying like a lot of my neighbors put them in their backyard, so I'm not going to creep into somebody's backyard. But again, like if you saw him on the side of the house, you see the garbage man at the top of the road, his aren't out, you're like, I'm going to help tone i got you that's run over there pull it out like that's taking extreme ownership yeah that has nothing to do with me it's not my bill not my garbage yeah. not my issue but i see it i'm aware of it and i can do something about it if you if you treated everything in life that way like i can so i will yeah i mean you can't not be successful yeah. you would just do 10 times more things now that, like i was just thinking like even if even that just the thought or action but like if you go over there and you're like oh, i'm gonna do this for him they're both empty. <laughs> like, yeah. oh shit. All right. Yeah. Well, at least I tried. Yeah. And yeah. you feel good doing it. Yeah. That's what I was Because if yeah. you drove off, you would assume that they were full. Cool. Or correct. Yeah. You know, and then you're constantly like, but that's where I think like, truthfully, you have to, you really just have to be a good person to be successful because the, your conscious is what's going to make you feel bad. Yeah. So even or with you're the whole, be at, at work during the middle of the day, like, damn, why didn't I do that? Yeah. Yep. And dude, and so that's what I feel about people who do not do what they're capable of doing. And I think that's why, like I said, like that's what I was a uh, relative term, man. But that's why I felt like that's my purpose really is. I mean, even to the point, it's crazy. I'm Irish. My name means the helper in Gaelic, which is really ironic. But like, I feel like it's my purpose to help people fulfill theirs and and achieve what they need to achieve in life. Whatever, no matter what it is, I'm always like, I have to help you figure it out because that's just how I'm like, I'm a coach. I coach people to to be successful in some way or another. And I genuinely get triggered if I see somebody not living up to their potential. And it, it, but like I say this because you have to see something in somebody in order to get a lot. 
Well, this is what I'm going to say, though. Okay. But you have to see something in somebody. So, like, my neighbor's really good guy. You know, they think he's relatively successful. He's got a nice house. He's got, like, great family, like, three kids. I mean, whatever. But I don't really know much about him or what he does. So I don't know what his potential is. Mm-hmm. I don't know him well enough. There you go. So I don't get triggered that often, you know, like that. But I talk to people on Instagram. I, I talk to clients. I talk to people I know, family, people on the team, everybody. If I can see that there's more in you, like it bugs me if you don't use it. Because I know what is possible yeah. for you. Which is also, but that's why like it drives my passion, which yeah. is coaching people to achieve more. That also can like rub somebody the wrong way. Like if, yeah. if, if they're personally content and you're like, dude, you're not doing enough. They'd be like, well, fuck off. But... And that's why the first question in that form I had everybody fill out is yes. define your define success in your own terms. Exactly. Because if I was like, man, you could do so much more. And they're like, but why? And I'm like, well, I don't know. What do you want to achieve? Yeah. And then they explained everything that was already going on in their current life. I'd be like, oh, dude, I'm so happy for you. Yeah. Totally. Done. You know what I mean? But I think it's because even but, like. But, he, but woman, if you see more, but they're happy. Like, but if you, that's where that trigger happens. Like if you, but you're like, damn, I see more. But there's uh I think there's seeing more and wanting more. Yeah, it is a double-edged sword. And it can be, I think every passion has that too. You know what I mean? I would not argue with that. You know, and so if, but at the same time, I will never argue somebody who's truly, truly, if, and I think usually you can actually, like if there was an actual situation, I can sense that. And if if you're listening to this and you're trying to think of this, like if you tell me, no, I'm, I'm happy with where I'm at. I don't want more anything. You know if it's not true or not, right? You know, like, if there's more to you, if there's more you desire, and this is another thing that's really like parallel with it. If, if somebody wants more, but isn't willing to do what's required to get there, even though they're capable, because obviously that's not taking ownership, right? Like you can do all these things and achieve this thing that you've said you wanted, but you're unwilling to take ownership of what's required. Like that bugs me too, yeah. you know? And I say bugs me, not like I hate people like that. Don't surround me. It, it like bugs me in a way I'm like, oh. I'm going to help you. Yeah. I'm going to coach you. Let me talk to you. And like, I can't stop trying to create content or like fuel people to do that. Cause if you think about like half of the content, like not realizing until right this moment, actually about discipline and willpower, all those things, it kind of leads to that. Like it's me talking to people who want something, but they think they can't quote unquote do all these things, but they really can. Yeah. They're just unwilling to do it because they assume they're making excuses and they assume it's harder than it is. It's not harder. It just requires you to, have effort try harder think a little bit deeper on it take a little more time believe in yourself half the time is just not believing in yourself yeah and then you just don't even start yeah you know but self-doubt this is supposed to be a training nutrition q a we're not doing it um (laughs) so but one thing i want to go back to is like what you were saying is like giving value through content not even just coaching Mm -hmm. you know like those guys a year is a year or two ago or whatever that like came up to you with his wife and said he read your ebook mm-hmm. and we were talking about the someone's outlook on quote unquote life changing. You yeah. Know? Like I lost 40 pounds cause just, I uh, read your, I'll never forget. He lost 70 and his wife lost yeah. 45. Damn. From reading the tailored nutrition method ebook, yeah. which you can go download on their website for free. Yeah. That's I mean, he hasn't paid me a dollar. Good for him. And I was stoked. I was just, yeah, so, I was like, what? This is wild. Just like helping. It's so cool. But like um, the uh, the guy at Costco, yeah. he's never paid me. I don't know him. He just follows our content and it's helped yeah. him a lot. And so he stopped me to tell me that. Dope. That's sick. Yeah. Like, it, and I will say this, that 
like those are two that doesn't happen that often. Like I don't run into random people. And I actually got really awkward at first because I like it doesn't happen very often. Yeah. Like I'm not that well known where people are gonna stop you in Costco. And I'm in my own town. So it is more likely. I think it, but funny like yeah. Now that we're like getting pop in the neighborhood and stuff, maybe a little bit more, yeah. you know, is is in I don't yeah. I don't know if he was neighbor or not, but um, but you don't, point, know, you don't know what if he lives in the neighborhood. Oh, or not. gotcha, yeah. But but even that, that was like there was like Brandon's out hanging out with clients right now while he's still here. Ariel had like people pulling up to my house. Yeah, it's which different. at first was kind of funny because she was like, "Oh, like so and so is gonna stop by," and I'm like, "What? Where? What?" At the house last night, and she just popped out and said hi to one of the clients, right? And in the so, neighborhood? Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, do you need me to drop you off somewhere?" Like close? Does she live in the neighborhood? And she's like, "No, we're she'll just stop by your house." I'm like, oh, "Okay, hey, just." Do you need my address? No. She knows where you are, live. And I was like, that's kind of creepy. How? No, it's not. And she was like, you met her in front of your house. And then I was like, oh, so Joanna? And she's like, yeah. I was like, ah. It was the lady that was riding down on the scooter that was like, oh, Cody. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, then I yeah, talked yeah. to her. I was literally going on my walk. So I was standing in front of my house. Yeah. I was like, okay, that's normal. Yeah. yeah. Like, And then there was a couple other people. I just gave her the address. I was like, send them here. Because they just swung by. I live in the neighborhood. And, but it was just dope. Like, people were just popping by, saying hi to their coach stuff. Like, which doesn't really happen in online coaching. Dude, now it does. It does now. Set of, standard. But like, I didn't ask him to do that. Yeah. I didn't ask Brandon to do that. There was a few people. Like, uh, like uh, if, if you were a mediocre coaching company, nobody is going to see you when you're on vacation. Trevor was trying to work out details to go to dinner with somebody. Yeah. And I was, it, it was, or lunch, and it wasn't working with time-wise because uh, Jim was going out of town and stuff. And it was like, okay, no worries. But it's just like. The Tahali guy. Yeah. Uh, no. Oh. No. Um, Jim. Oh uh, shit! Yeah, oh, and so like, so sick. but like, it's it's it, it's crazy because that's uh, that's honestly the perfect example of uh, exceeding value. Yes, because we're not required to do that. Yes, we're an online company, but also too, I didn't say, hey guys, when you're coming into town, for all you who have clients out here by me, like, make sure you connect. Yeah. I didn't say shit. <laughs> they were just like, oh, I'm talking to Switzer. Oh, I'm going to dinner with Chas tomorrow. I'm doing this. I'm like, Brandon Whitehead. Yeah, he's going up to Seattle. He's gonna like see a bunch of different clients. Yeah. And I'm like, let's go speak Seattle. This is dope, dude. That's called like, a relationship. Yeah, that's not called a coach. No. It goes so oh. much beyond that. Yeah. They don't, like, that's, they didn't. That's what I said at the very beginning. It's yeah. like, what are these guys doing? They're becoming friends. They're becoming life. We're life changers. Life. Like, it's not even, like. <laughs> Touche. It's so crazy, yeah. man. It's, it's, it's awesome. That's Like why I said, I, I've seen it, like. I couldn't sleep last night. Yeah. Yeah, dope. It's nuts. It's in, like, literally just, <laughs> just shaking in bed. You good? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure. Yeah. Dude, it just, it's. There's something like, there's something special about what we do, and it's just like it can't be. So I was talking to the team about uh, who was I talked to? Maybe it was Brandon. I was driving with a couple of people um, when you picked him up. One of the times, yeah. But like we were talking about the contest, right? And like, oh, it was Trevor, and he was like, he was like, man, we should have planned it better. We could have had like a happy hour at the end and just done the dinner at uh, the gym and told clients to come out and stuff. And I was like, yeah, we had a great turnout at the seminar, and I'm sure twice as many would show up if we had drinks. Totally. And we, like, laughed and stuff, and I thought about it. I was like, damn, that's that would have been dope. That's a great idea. But we were talking about, like, I was like, that should be part of the contest eventually, like, because um, we're doing the internal contest, which, as we're recording, this is going to start here soon, where we do giveaways for our members and stuff. Um, so if you're not a member, sorry. But, like, it's it's just, like, this cool thing we're doing inside. Um, and they're going to grow and everything, but I'm like, man, once we're in Texas, it'd be cool to add that as part of it, like, bring people out, do, like, a... Almost like, I don't know, hang with the team for a day or yeah. whatever. Because, like, people always say, like, oh, I want to be a fly on the wall during one of those events. Yep. Like, and after that talk, I'm like, man, I want to I want to give 10 more. I want to give some other teams that talk. I want to, like, talk to the team about this every week. I want to, like, 
I want to share this with our clients, which I did today in front of a bunch of them. But like, you want to share this with other teams? I would love to teach somebody like, I'm not ready to do that yet. Yeah. I mean, I could do it honestly, but I'm not willing to do it yet because I think it's smarter not to. But like, what happened in that room? I think you want to change the industry. I do. There you go. And I don't think it's the right time to do so yet. I agree. Not that it doesn't need it. I think it. we need to set the absolute, we are, but you know. It needs to be known. And that was like my big point is like, I, I need the world to see what we're doing and how we're doing it to an extent so that it can actually be recognized as like, and like, I'm not just saying this because it's our podcast. Like we literally are the best. Yeah. And like, I, I, and I told everybody, I was like, Hey, we can think we're the best, but until it's known that we're the best, not our best doesn't mean shit. We have to be the best. You know what I mean? And so like, to me, that's where it's, it's putting a megaphone or a camera or whatever we got to do behind the scenes of what we're actually doing. And that's why that event, like, I want to share that, you know, I do. I w- eventually I want to teach that. Yeah. And I do have plans to do something for the industry in the future. It's just, and it's crazy. Cause like I told everybody, I bought that business license like two years ago, two yeah. and a half years ago. Don't worry about it. And I've just been sitting on it. Yeah. That's great. I remember when you bought it. Cause I have a vision for it. Five house. Dude. Yeah, dude. It's been a, so longer than that. Yeah. Holy shit. Blakely was born there. So it was, that's like four or five years ago. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I remember it when you, when we, uh, that was at the five house. But yeah. like, and this is where I'm like this. I mean, like anybody listening can, can think it is what it is. But to me, I'm like, that can't not be God telling me to do something. Cause if that long ago, I'm like, there's going to be a point where I'm supposed to do this thing. Yeah. I got to buy this business license and this, this business name before somebody else does. Cause I know what I'm going to yeah. do. And to this day, the thing I want to do still hasn't been created. That was my biggest fear is like somebody else will do this thing the way I want to do it. Okay. There's a million of them. Yeah. But they're not the way we're going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't include the things that are so important. Yeah. I even remember like we were like trying to do it then and you were like, dude, it's just, it's, it's, it's too much going on right now. It's not the right time. I'll just keep it. The company's not big enough. Yeah. Yeah. We weren't the standard yet. Yeah. We're becoming the standard. Yep. I believe. And I believe that we will be, but it's, it's man, I think like, I don't want to talk too much about this only because we can't without telling people what we're actually doing. Like it's, it's, it's not as valuable to listen to except our excitement, I guess. (laughs) But I think like, I don't know, like biggest takeaways from the event as a whole, man. Like I just, to me, I think the clarity, um, the, the recognition and this goes two ways of how great we are behind the scenes. And I say two ways because every time we're together, I get to witness a little bit more, but I feel like we got a little bit deeper this time. And I got to see it even at a deeper level of like, like the example of them going out and meeting people around here that they work with without being asked to, without being expected to. And like multiple people just doing it because they know it's the right thing to do. Like, I wouldn't even say it's the right thing to do because it's not expected. It's not, it's not something that's done. It's just like a really good thing. Yeah. <laughs> But like seeing stuff like that and the inner works and the conversations, it just reminds me, I'm like, these people are amazing. Like what we're doing is so epic. Like it's crazy. And then the clarity that I was able to. It's kind of wild how all these people came together and it's the right people. Yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. Um, Yeah. man. And like the, the, I think the, the thing I value so much and I would say like, if there's any people in listening that are leaders or, or trying to be leaders and stuff I feel weird talking about myself in this fashion, but like the thing that I kind of stepped back from like in like laid was sitting in bed last night thinking about, cause I didn't always have this from others who were leaders to me was like this, this trust 
because like a couple people said that to me and they, a couple people put it in my my envelope too and it was just trust and it was just like that's we didn't even talk i don't know if we talked about that on the leadership podcast but i'm like that's probably the biggest thing like mm-hmm. i can think of like i like somebody's leading me or, or somebody's taking me through something and like they're helping me but I don't know, like, I, I maybe I'm leery sometimes of what the future holds. Or maybe I'm like, uh, I don't know, maybe he doesn't have my best interest in his mind at all times or something like that, you know. But the fact that they came to me and said those things meant so much to me because it means that it's evident. Because I don't, I've never, and I don't have to, like, sit there and tell people, like, I promise this in the future. You can trust me. Like, I, like it's not that kind of conversation. Mm. It's just acting and showing and talking that has proved that they can trust me. Yeah. And that means the world to me because like I have such big plans and visions for everybody and it's not, and I think that's what's the difference between like a leader and a boss. Like I have such big visions for everybody together and individually, not, I have such a big vision for me and these people are going to come along with me yeah. to help me fulfill that. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like, it's so much different than that. And the clarity around that and just how amazing these coaches are all came to fruition at the, at the event. Yeah. Like it was just so clear to me. I think the one thing that you did say that in a good sense is like, I do promise these things will happen if we live by this. Yeah. But that's, you know what I mean? That's not like, I promise you, you know, a specific thing. Yes. There you go. Yeah. Um, and even that, like, even that, like it, it was more like the, this future potential can't not happen if we don't all live up to these things. You know what I mean? Like, and like, I do promise you great things. Some of like, some of you, like we already know what those are going to be because we've pinpointed what your, you know, specific unique capability and what this could be and what can turn into, but like having a leader that can, can paint a vision that does two things. One gives you a, a foresight of where you will literally be and guarantees you the path because you actually trust that person to get you there. And it's a clear, like clearly identified role, outcome, goal. And then, and this is, this means the world to me, not because that one doesn't, but like painting a vision so clearly with so much conviction that somebody on the team who maybe doesn't have that clearly identified five to 10 year plan still believes in the vision just as much yeah. because they trust that when the time is for that thing to pop in their head and then for us to manifest, it comes, it will come mm-hmm. and they trust that I'll make it happen. Like that's, that's huge. Oh. Cause that's kind of like a, that's like, I'm looking ahead and I can't really see what's out there, but I have full faith that it's going to happen because of what we're doing, who we are, the vision, how we live. Yeah. It's crazy. It's a really like, there was a couple times, like I, I'm not a crier. There was a couple times where I like really, was like, trying not to cry dude which is while you were talking oh yeah oh. there was a couple times one of them was uh i was talking about uh if i die yeah like what would happen to tcm obviously like that would make me but deer attacks me yeah like <laughs> deer would never attack me they love me um and that's just like because like i've had to think about that shannon got real awkward she was i don't want to talk about this no no, no, no I don't want to talk. and i'm like we have to like you have to know what i want to happen the tcm if i die Oh, oh, oh. I, legit- thought, I thought you were just saying she didn't want to like talk about our weekend or something. But no. no. Okay, okay. She doesn't like any of that kind of talk, which I understand. I don't, I don't want to talk about it. Because if she starts talking about that shit, I'm like, you're not, you're fine. You're not, just stop. I don't want to like, so I get it. But I've, I've had to think about that before and been like, damn, okay. If I die, it can't die. So how does it like, you know, who decides what? How does it go? What, like, what does Shannon do about it? Like, you know, it has to, which is crazy to think about. Yeah. But I was like, this is too this has too much potential and it's too powerful already that it can't, you know, I, it can't go with me. 
because who knows when that's going to be yeah unfortunately but like it's it's yeah so that point obviously was i was like trying to hold it back but um there was a couple other points just talking about i think we were just talking about how great everybody is like we were just talking about like what we have especially everything and it was just like looking at everybody i was like god damn this is crazy yeah dude it was like i I said about what ariel does you know that Mm -hmm. what brandon roberts said ariel was in the gym and we like got in the car and took off not realizing that you know she was she was coming with us so we we got out to the road and we were waiting for you know a, a open lane to go mm-hmm. and we just hear a pounding on the window we're like whoa and she was like hey i'm coming with you guys but right when we got in the car and just backed out and went to the road yeah first thing that brandon said without her in the car it was like dude you guys nobody has what we just did yeah nobody and i was like whoa i mean i was like whoa anyway but like he, which brandon Roberts. Okay. Yeah, he was like, dude, guys, I've worked for four or five different of these companies. None of these people do this shit. Like, oh, it's so just, cool. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. without even, but we weren't even uh, reflecting. We weren't doing these. He just goes, guys, first thing. I was like, damn. Because he, he has past experience. Yeah, he worked with actually some pretty large. Yeah. Like, one of the big, the big guys, like the big large ones. I'm not going to say names. Okay. And then also um, a couple, like, more like our size. Evidence-based yeah. coaching companies. Obviously, I'm not going to say names either. But yeah. So, he really does, like. And he's been hired as a consultant for many more of like, hey, can you come in and present for, Correct. you know, which is great. So that's yeah. really cool to hear. Yeah. And it's, but it's like, it's so, I think that it's, um, I've been on it. Like I've been on that. I mean, you know, this, I've been on that, like we like personal development, spiritual, mental, like success journey for so long of like always trying to figure out how to become more constantly, almost yeah. to the point where it's kind of like obsessive. Mm-hmm. But that's, uh, to me, like, that's the result of it. Like, somebody has to fill that role of being just, like, insane about (laughs) your own company, what they do. Yes. Well, and, like, who they are. For sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, It's, yeah. And I'm happy for that role. I, I mean, that's why you're the leader. It's just, yeah. This weekend, this is, this was definitely, we've said this before, but this is definitely the most powerful there's been a couple uh, retreats that have been really. I think really they've all been. Almost every time we say that, I know. I, I don't want to say. Grow. I want to say all of them been just as powerful, but we were in different stages. Yeah, we were. You know, like every single one's just as powerful, but it's yeah. a, a stepping ladder. It's a growth. And sometimes it's for different reasons. Like there's totally. been there's been some that have been very uh, powerful because we went super deep into sales, systems, coaching. It's like wow, we got so much out of this because we like really leveled up Bingo. how we coach. But, like, I don't think this is a better word. It's never been this deep. That's a good word. Yeah. There was a couple coaches that texted me after I sent them the form. They were like, whoa, I wasn't expecting this. Give me a couple days. Like, when I was like, hey, I want you guys to all fill this out before you come out. Yeah. And they were like, whoa. Yeah. This is on another level. Yeah. Like, I want to know your deepest, darkest secrets. See, it's it's a lot (laughs) different with me because I see you every single day. I'm like, you guys. He asked me about these more often than you. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? But yeah. like, it, it didn't surprise me, but I was like, damn, this is going to take some thought. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I think you hear me talk about me doing these things and me thinking about these things, obviously all the time. Yeah. More than asking me about it. Yeah. Or asking saying? you to do it. Yeah. Literally. No, 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 no. For sure. You know? And yeah. like, this was like basically a requirement. It's like, everybody's doing this. Yeah. Like, but people don't work with you every single day. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, I hear you were, I use this word way too much. Regurgitating. Yeah. That was yeah. hard. Um, but yeah, yeah, totally. It was deep. I think, uh, okay. So it, final, uh, this was supposed to be Q and a, but instead we were, we just decided to talk about this and I think you guys probably got a lot of value out of it. Cause I think it was, it was, you know, there is a lot. 
at the end of the day, like we're, we really are, we're a company that changes people's lives. Tailored coaching method is a company that, that doesn't just cause fat loss or you muscle will not growth. be let down. It, we just go so much beyond that in so many ways. And our values are the reason for that. So if you don't have values for yourself, if you don't have a p- clearly defined purpose for why you live your life, I suggest you deep dive into that. I suggest you really, really think hard for a while on what your values are, what your purpose here is and how you're going to accomplish that. Like what is your ideal world? Right. And for us, it's, it's part of that ideal world is not just our own world, but the world around us. And that means we have to live up to our ideal selves and our ideal world personally so strongly that the people around us begin to change as well. And our coaching is impacted 10 times more because of it. And it's just going to keep growing. So we, we like, it sounds so cliche. We want to change the world. We want to change the industry. We want to change ourselves. People are not like, we're just, we're change makers. We're life changers. Like that's just what it is. Um, and I hope that it influences you by listening to this podcast. So I really, I just want to encourage you guys to go do this stuff. If you don't think about this stuff ever, just start journaling, start reading, reach out to us. I'd be happy to send you questions or whatever. And we'll just continue to help you develop yourself, even if it's for free on this podcast, because that's what we're all about. So, Amen. um, as always, if you enjoy this podcast, if it helped you in any way, of course, leave a five-star rating and review. Uh, send it to a friend. Shoot them a text. Send them an email. Whatever you got to do, send this to somebody that needs to hear this kind of stuff to get fired up, to live on a higher, uh, at a higher standard, live a better life. Uh, take a screenshot of this show. Post it on your Instagram story and tag me at Cody McBroom. Tag Taylor Coaching Method. Uh, tag Travis. Tag us all. We want to thank you for listening. Um, we appreciate you guys, and we'll catch you next time.